welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Rebecca. I'm very pleased to have Alejandra on the show. I'm happy to be here. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. Today, we're going to be covering the case of artist Cien and his obsession with the mountain of Mont Saint Victorine. Before we get fully into our case study, let's talk a little bit about Cien's life. Paul Cien was born on January 19, 1839, in the Ants in province of France, and died October 22, 1906, at age 67. He had an interesting life as in 1856, Cien began to study art at the School of Design in Angst. Unfortunately, he did not have the support of his father, as he wished his son would have attended law school. In 1861, Cien left the School of Design after convincing his father to allow him to attend the Académie des Buttes Art School in Paris. However, the school rejected his applications twice. He instead attended a different school, but after only five months of being there, he returned home and went back to the School of Design. Throughout the 1860s, Cien created some artworks of his own. His early works included that of Portrait of a Man in a Blue Cap, and washing of a corpse. His early style was very heavy and gloomy, revolving around the use of impasto, which is the use of thick acrylic paint in layers in order to provide texture. In 1872, CM moved to Pontois, France, where he, along with his fellow artists and friend, Camille Pizarro, worked together. During his stay in Pontois, his art style changed as he determined that he wanted to paint directly from nature His dark style and spooky overtones gave way to a more colorful and bright form of work like House of a Hangman, though the title is not as cheery as one would hope. While staying in Pontoise, he also decided to submit his work to the Society of Nomine des Artistes, Ventres, Sculptures, and Guadrures, etc., which were a group of rejected artists who sparked the 19th century artistic movement of Impressionism. A couple of years later, around 1877, Cien began to pull away from Impressionism as he felt his work was not suited for Impressionism and that he was not seen as an appraised artist. As a result, Cien did not display or share any of his work for close to 20 years. In 1886, Cien married Hortense Fiquet, and in the same year, his father passed away. Within the next few years, Cien became reclusive and isolated himself from everybody. However, that got better a couple years later, as in 1895, a famed art dealer, Ambrose Boyard, shared and displayed several of Cien's paintings, developing positive public attention on him for once in his life. Within the last few years of his life, he came up with some of his most well-known works, such as The Card Players, The Large Breathers, and Mont Saint Victorine, which we'll be discussing soon. On October 22nd, in 1906, he died due to an illness. In the end, long after his death, experts and other artists say that Cien formed the bridge and the transitional period between the late 19th century movement of Impressionalism and the early 20th century movement of Cubism. This is all because, as mentioned earlier, he pulled away from Impressionalism moved into a new movement of art, a new style of art, Cubism. Therefore, he is one of the many reasons 
why the artistic styles and work had such a transitional period. And he formed the bridge that led many artists to become influenced not only by his work, but by the particular style that he started. Now that we know a little about Cian, let's dive into the case. For almost all of his career, Cian made painting after painting of Mont Saint Victorine, often from the exact same spot. These paintings exhibit the evolution of Cian's style. Andre Malrock once remarked that Cian found it terribly important to paint Mont Saint Victorine because he identified with it and was therefore able to realize himself through his depictions of it. Randall Jarrell responded that for the very same reasons Cien was necessary to Mont Saint-Victorine because it realized itself through him. Now, let's discuss a couple of things. Firstly, Alejandro, in what way does an artist realize him or herself by painting the exact same subject again and again? Thank you for that question, Rubio. An artist can come to a moment of self-actualization through a single subject for many reasons. Firstly, to realize oneself or to reach self-actualization means to achieve your purpose and feel content with where one is at in life, or in this case, content with their art style slash work. Many people struggle to figure out who they are, but can easily say they know another person or how another person is and why. This is because we as humans pick up on other people's behavior and attitudes better than our own because we're not inserting our own self-doubt or self-esteem in our views of another person's existence. Well, what does that have to do with art? Well, for an artist to realize himself, you have to overcome not only external struggles, but internal ones too. Painting the same subject over and over again may initially start off due to the beauty or the interest of what the subject is, but the more one reacts with the subject, the more found they grow on it. So one might say that an artist grows to feel closer to their subject, person or not, the more love they pour into the work and the more likely they are to be content with the way they present the subject. This means of being content with their artwork in an effort to do right by the subject allows the artist to come to terms with their own art and realize that there is a positive point to reach and strive for it until they eventually feel like they've done the subject and possibly themselves justice. Ultimately, by painting the subject over and over again, an artist can grow in confidence in their work and strive to reach a point of self-fulfillment in their art and their lives by simply trying to present the subject each time. Thank you for that question. Thank you, that was very interesting. Now, one may ask, how can a painter even identify with a mountain? Thank you for that question. Well, identifying with a mountain may sound strange at first, but it's not about identifying with the mountain physically because focusing on the characteristics and qualities draws itself to a painter rather than the literal mountain. Cezanne saw something in the mountain that made him feel that a piece of him was there. Mont Saint-Victoire overlooked Aix-en-Provence, his hometown. 
he was born there, left there, returned back to it frequently, and died there also. The mountain could have very well marked the point of home for him, given that it was a piece that had been associated with his life. Chapter three of Puzzles About Art discusses the importance of symbols and icons in our work. Brings up how natural symbols only mean something to people who have had the chance to make associations with the symbols and get to understand them personally. Meaning, Cezanne had plenty of time throughout his life prior to painting the mountain to grow closer to it or associate it with something of importance to him. Then, once he actually started painting it, which was not too long after he started getting recognition for other works, it became an important factor in possibly reaching self-realization. Once he actually started painting, it's evident that the more he spent painting the mountain, the more it meant to him, leading to the recognition of more qualities that he saw in the mountain. Essentially, consciously or unconsciously, projecting the way he saw his life, his work, himself, and whatever else it might have been into the view of his mountain. This ultimately made him identify what mattered most in the mountain and led to him finding more pieces of himself in it. Thank you. That was very intricate. Thank you for sharing that. Now, would a painter who painted the same human model again and again, such as how Rembrandt painted Sakia, identify with the subject in the same sense that Suzanne is said to identify with a mountain? That's a great question. Uh, a painter who painted the same human model again and again as Rembrandt painted Saskia could identify with the subject in the sense that Suzanne identified it with a mountain because both artist styles bring about a biblical sense or show some type of correspondence. Painting the same human model again and again reinforces the importance of the piece that he created. For example, as Rembrandt painted Saskia, he challenged his conventional portraiture style as Cezanne did in his identification with Ramon. Both pieces of art displayed biblical components. For instance, in Rembrandt's painting of Saskia, it alluded to the local church that they were married in. In Cezanne's painting with a mountain, he identified it as the ancients using the holy mountain as their dwelling or birthplace of God. The use of biblical senses aided in portraying the correlation between Rembrandt's painting of Saskia and Cezanne's painting with a mountain. So yes, in the end, a painter painting the same model over and over again could identify with the subject in the same sense of identifying with a mountain. As the artist spends more time with the model, they reinforce and emphasize the importance of the subject continuously to such a point that their full understanding of the model, such as their looks, their attitude, and essence could be encapsulated in their final work. Thank you. Wow, thank you for sharing that. Would it make any sense to say that Mont Saint-Victorine also realized itself through Cien? Would you expect Mont Saint-Victorine to look different to people who were familiar with Cien's paintings of it? Hmm. 
That's a nice one also. The Mont Saint-Victor is a depiction of a mountain in southern France overlooking Aix-en-Provence. This depiction became the subject of interest in Cézanne's paintings in that it totaled a number of 30 paintings and watercolors. Therefore, it does make sense to say that the Mont Saint-Victor realizes itself through Cézanne's um, pieces because it was a huge influence on Cézanne. It meant something to him in such a strong way that he personally identified with it. Due to this inspiration, it's not expected or surprising that Mont Saint-Victor would look different to persons who were familiar with Cézanne's paintings because his influence is not something that is limited to one painting. Each painting is done at the exact same viewpoint and angle or in a similar viewpoint and angle. For example, sometimes there's a tree in the frame, other times there's more shrubbery, some have clouds, others emphasize buildings, but in the end, the mountain is always there. The mountain never changes, only the world around it. It's a stable point in Cezanne's paintings. If a person is familiar with Cezanne's paintings, they would know that the surrounding elements associated with the mountain will always be the same, and that is one of the biggest key components. If Cezanne were to drastically change the way he portrayed the mountain, it would not be a good image for himself or portray the right image that he was trying to. Thank you for that. Could a painter realize himself through a subject or a subject through a painter? If the painter only paints said subject only once? I like that wordplay and question. Thank you so much. It would be incredibly hard to do so. Unless an artist spends a vast amount of time with the subject the first time around, it's very unlikely. Right, because look at it this way. Even if one spends a long time painting a subject once, there's no strong connection between the two. To paint a subject over and over involves growing an attachment for it. When one becomes attached, they notice intricate details that draw them closer to the subject, which makes them your love for it. Having more than one piece of the same subject allows an artist to truly capture the essence of a subject in ways that one child could not. Painting a subject once does not allow an artist and subject to the bond because each knows if the subject is inanimate, the artist is not going to continue to try and understand and the subject after the painting is completed. Therefore, there's no strong connection tying the painting and subjects together. And in turn, the painting to a general audience may not be as effective as the one with intense care poured into it. Thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was a really interesting point. Suppose Surat, Renoir, Monet, Van Gogh, and Suzanne each painted Monet Saint Victorine. Only once. Comonet San Pinturin realized itself in a set of paintings if each were painted by a different artist. Do various productions of a play contribute to the play realizing itself? How about if each production embodies a different interpretation or emphasis? Do remakes of a film, like how there are different versions of a star is born, function in a similar way? That's a lot to think about. 
Great question. Though. All right, so let's start by saying, if a play or a film is remade or has several different productions of it, its message may stay the same, but the representation, the representation changes. As the director's interpretations change, the way in which they desire to present the production also changes in accordance. In the case of Broadway, which is well known for shows like Hamilton, the cast and director changes. So while the main theme and storyline of the play stay the same, the way in which that new actors present themselves changes based on the new director's coordination. The same thing goes for films. The difference in condition of these productions allows the directors and cast to provide new insight and understand the productions in a way that it realizes a deeper style to it. Therefore, it's possible that the Mont Saint Victor could realize itself in a set of paintings if each were painted by a different artist because each artist would have a different perspective on how the mountain should be presented or analyzed. One artist may focus more on the foreground of the moon, such as the plants, trees, any animals that were on the scene and whatever else it might've included. The others may focus solely on the mountain, its cracks and the intricate details of its rigid edges. Another may take into consideration how its size compares to everything around it and so on. But with these different perspectives, it's possible to create one collective view of the mountain based on each artist's thought of what was important to illuminate in the scene. While one artist may have painted the same mountain over and over, he might have found some aspects of greater importance to others, whereas another artist might see it the other way around. These potentially clashing views of importance of Mont Saint Victor could actually work together to display and highlight the intricate pieces of the landscape in a way that unites them into a collective representation of the mountain. This unification is supported by Aristotle's belief that artworks are imitations of real things and that is beneficial for people to learn from artistic imitations. It's not ideal that every person who sees these sets of paintings has actually visited Mont Saint Victor. Therefore, the work and imitations of many, the public could learn from them and see the mountain in all of the story. Thank you. Wow, thank you. That was a lot. And I would just like to thank you so much for going through the details of not only just the actual painting aspect, but that of productions and how the directors changes too. In the end, that about wraps up everything. The both of us feel very thankful and very grateful to have had this opportunity to join in on this FIU Run podcast and to be able to have the opportunity to talk about artist Paul Cian and his obsession with the mountain and paintings of such a Mont Saint Victorine. And I just want to thank you so much for joining us today, Alejandro. I really appreciate it. And this concludes the Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you go to get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. And please join us soon. Remember to stay curious.